How to Increase Physical Intimacy in Your Marriage, Episode 9. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Welcome back to part six of my relationship intimacy series. I cannot even believe that we are already on the fifth type of relationship intimacy. These weeks, I have been so into the things that I am teaching, learning, and putting into action that time has gone pretty quickly. Digging into this series has also created a deeper level of wisdom in my own life around how I show up in my relationship with Jeff and the dynamic of the intimacy dance between partners. Today, we're going to wrap up the series by talking about how to increase physical intimacy in your relationship and then I'm going to take a little break from the intimacy topic before coming back to explore a few different aspects of physical intimacy that have come up as I have developed this series, uh, and they'll help you where you are right now in your relationship so that you can sensitively take steps of exploring where you want to go from wherever you are. In review, if you haven't listened to my previous teachings on intimacy, please take some time to go back and listen, starting six weeks back with the very first episode, which was called, What is Relationship Intimacy? And in that very first episode, I talk about the five areas that I dig into over this series. Let's start with looking at the definition of physical intimacy. To repeat, I'm using the definition of showing a close union or combination of particles or elements, that intimate mixture of two people, two wholes coming together and not making one. I don't like using that as a description because you are two individual, independent people. But to grow the love that you have for each other, it requires that you take a part of who you are and sort of shape it up and mix it up with your partner. It's the same thing we do with our closest friends or family. We come together with them and we open up, we talk about things, and we create these connections that are lasting. When we look at the word physical, physical, of course, is relating to the body. Then when we put those two words together, physical intimacy is a close union of body, an intimate mixture of physicality. An intimate mixture of our bodies most certainly brings about that mental image of a couple having sexual intimacy, which 
most certainly is an intimate mixture. I don't think any of us will argue with that, but that is not the only way to be physically intimate with our partner. If we are only intimate in a sexual way without including other forms of physical connection, we might be having sex in a transactional form, meaning it might be that you're doing this act of having sex as a transaction or a duty rather than for intimacy and connection with your partner. There are many other forms of physical intimacy that we want to consider that will build trust and desire in our relationship. Physical intimacy and our desire for sex that isn't transactional. Touching your partners in ways that let them know that you see them in ways that aren't necessarily sexual or making the other feel sexually threatened in ways that don't tell your spouse that it's time to have sex. These could be, you know, touching their shoulder when they talk. When you walk by, making eye contact when you're having a conversation, holding their hand, touching in bed without the intention of it leading to sex, putting your hand on their knee when you're sitting close to each other, even sitting close enough to touch or maybe just sitting close enough, maybe you don't touch, but closer than one side of the room and the other side of the room. All of these forms of touch are important in letting your partner know that you care about them, helping them to feel safe. If you are only touching your partner when you want sex, that can create a habit of the other person withdrawing. Your partner could take that to mean that the only time you want connection is with the intention of it ending in sex. And so then making sure that you're creating close union combination of particles, that intimate mixture in other ways on a daily basis, not just when you want to have something, when you want something out of that. How do we increase physical intimacy in our relationships? It could be that you're completely satisfied with the physical intimacy in your relationship, and that's great. If you're not satisfied, that's where we want to start exploring how to create that satisfaction and why aren't you satisfied? What is going on? Oftentimes, we may think we have a great physically intimate relationship with our partners, but I want to encourage you to explore wanting more and not feeling guilty about wanting more. How could you increase how you're connecting with your partner physically. One thing you're going to notice in this series is that I talk a lot about intention. If you want more physical intimacy in your relationship, you have to be intentional about creating it and creating it safely. It isn't about expecting your partner to do something differently. 
it's really good to understand that many people have experienced some sexual trauma in their lives. And this is a great place to start with communication. Communication can be a way to increase physical intimacy, opening up about our physical desires, our fears can make us feel vulnerable. And that is what this whole series has been about, being open to the discomfort around exposing what we fear, what our desires are opening ourselves up to being judged by our partner, by our partner not wanting what we want and how can we open up to each other, explore each other's needs. Starting the conversation is just a great place to start. Always knowing that how somebody else is act in your relationship has everything to do with them and their life experience and nothing to do with you. It's important to be sensitive to this truth. So when you are opening up to conversation, you're opening up to them having different opinions than you and being okay with that and how sometimes how you can come to a compromise. You're going to start small and be open to exploring what is going on for each other, knowing that you're not responsible for how they feel. We are always responsible for how we feel. If our partners aren't initiating the connection, it is about something they are struggling with. It is never about you, your lovability, your attractiveness. They have something going on with them and that's okay. How can you initiate the process? Because you're the one that's wanting to grow and you're the one searching for a way to make this happen. So it would be you that starts taking these steps forward in your relationship. Another place to start is implementing physical touch forms that feel safe for you and then observing what happens in your body, in your mind when you implement these strategies. Talk to your partner about what you're feeling and why. Actually, even before you talk to your partner, talk to yourself. Look at what is going on for you and then as you uncover what is happening, being willing to share that with your partner. And as you explore what is happening for you, you'll start creating awareness and you might be surprised about what you discover. As you start to introduce other forms of touch, you build trust and connection connection to yourself first. And then from there, you can start exploring each other in the bedroom as well. You can start observing what you're thinking and feeling when you're having sex. This in itself can reveal a clearer picture of what might be getting in the way of enjoying sex. 
taking time to explore what is going on inside of you will help you take steps forward, developing a physically intimate relationship that feels real instead of forced or obligated. Let's look at some examples of how you can increase physical intimacy in your relationship. First, like I said before, start small and ask yourself what you would like more of. Maybe you want to start with increasing physical intimacy, not through touch, but through physical presence, eye contact, and awareness, moving closer to them. Then the two of you, if you're not spending a lot of time together, ask yourself how you can increase time together and that close presence. In many relationships, the less time you are together, the further apart you grow, making it difficult to connect when you are together. Again, we're looking at creating intention and talking about it together as a couple. Even if they don't want to talk about it, how can you start taking these steps without them needing to be involved? I mean, obviously, they would be there with you, but you're creating this new physical intimacy. You're getting closer to them. You're paying attention to what is going on within yourself as you take these steps. Secondly, as you start intentionally creating more physical intimacy in your relationship, please pay attention to how you feel. What are you thinking and how are you showing up? Be very curious about it. If you're feeling withdrawn or defensive, ask yourself why. If you don't know what to talk about, refer back to some of my previous articles like creating a connection in your marriage. There's a link in the written form of the episode on the website that will help you plan things to talk about. Start small. Plan short trips together if you haven't been spending intentional time together. Many of my clients start by implementing the weekly huddle. And you can read about the relationship huddle if you go into my website to this episode. There is a link to what I call the relationship huddle. It is a 20-minute meeting that you schedule with your partner every week. It's a short way to connect without feeling overwhelmed. And then the third way is to start experimenting with other forms of physical intimacy and touch. Continue to explore what happens for you as you practice. Think about these exercises like learning how to weight train and build muscle, but you are building your mind. You are building your mental fitness. Try something, see what results you get, and if you like the results, build on your practice. If you don't like the results, then what do you want to do differently? And then fourthly, when it comes to sex, it will be the same. Start introducing something different. It could be as simple as exploring how you might want to make suggestions to make the time more pleasurable for yourself. Notice how you're thinking, how you're feeling, how you're showing up while stepping into a bit of empowerment 
and a bit of discomfort. Use it to learn and grow instead of seeing how it might not be appearing to work. Learn how to take ownership over what you want and start creating it. Remembering that change takes time. It's one uncomfortable step at a time after one uncomfortable step forward. Just keep moving forward. People often ask me why they can't have the relationship they had when they were dating. And that's a great question. Let's take a look at it for a moment. I want you to go back and think about times when you have fallen in love with someone and remember how you were willing to do things with them or for them that you might not consider doing with someone else all because you were in love. And then what often happens when we meet someone and we fall for them, we're letting go of our normal relationship boundaries. We let people into our space and we let our guard down for the sake of love, passionate connection, that magical moment. The natural progression then is for our personal boundaries to snap into place over time. And when they do, these personal boundaries will keep us from expanding in our love relationship unless we intentionally do the work of stretching those boundaries. The work of stretching them is the culmination of all the things we have talked about over this intimacy series. Intimate relationships are an intimate mixture of two humans with two different sets of relationship boundaries. And to grow more intimately connected, work and discomfort are required. If we choose to avoid the hard work, we choose to stay where we are in our relationship. And we can be honest about that. We're not choosing to stretch ourselves, to get uncomfortable, to get our hands dirty and create something more beautiful. We choose to have a stagnant relationship where we don't explore ourselves, our discomforts and our boundaries. And that is completely okay unless we're complaining about it. And if we're complaining about it, we need to look at, one, do we want to do this work or do we want to choose where we are? And then being all in on that decision, creating awareness that that's what you are choosing. Doing the uncomfortable work of growing together creates a dynamic, intimate relationship that keeps growing, that each couple contributes themselves to, looking forward to what tomorrow might bring, what the next year might bring, and what their future together could look like. I really hope that as you have worked through this series with me, you have been exploring the first four forms of creating intimacy in your relationship. And if you have been exploring emotional, mental, spiritual, and experiential intimacy, I imagine that you have been experiencing some interesting emotions along the way. It's even possible that some of those emotions have stopped your progress in creating a more intimate connection with your partner. But if you have been doing this work as we've gone along, I also imagine that even before you got to this episode right here, before you got to physical intimacy, I imagine you were 
already starting to feel like you were becoming more physically intimate with your partner. And the reason for that is that you started creating some balance in your intimacy relationship. You started adding other things to connect to your partner. But if you have stopped your progress, if you have frozen in progress, have created fear, feel like you're doing it wrong, if that's the case, I want to encourage you to keep moving forward, to look at the steps you have already taken as progress, not a failure, and to use what you have done as a way to continue learning about yourself and your partner. As we start uncovering layers of ourselves and learn more about who we have been in the past when we put ourselves out there, it feels very uncomfortable and our brains want to bring us back to our comfort zone. This isn't a problem. It's doing what your brain is conditioned to do. It's protecting you. But the important thing for you to recognize is this pattern and to reassure yourself that nothing has gone wrong, you're not in danger, and that you're actually taking steps to grow and learn. Over time, you're going to build self-confidence brick by brick action by action, and see the progress you have made. Remember and remind yourself that you have your own best interest in mind, even when it doesn't feel like it. If this series has been helpful for you and your desire to increase intimacy in your relationship, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how it is helping you and what you might be running up against that might have you holding back from taking future steps forward. Through this series, I have found a couple other topics that I would like to explore with you. So I'm going to take a little bit of a break, but keep coming back. You'll enjoy the next upcoming episodes, and then we're going to come back and continue to dig into physical intimacy and affection in your marriage. Together, let's build relationships we're proud of, proud because we did the bold work of stepping into what we want to create with our partners. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please share it with your friends and take a minute to give me a positive review and recommendation. It is super easy. Just scroll to the bottom of my episode page and hit review. And I look forward to hearing from you. I'll see you guys next week. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life, we study it, and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you.